You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Welcome back to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. Today's episode, I'm going to be answering a question that I've gotten quite a bit. What are my thoughts on greens powders? Greens powders, I feel like, especially in the last few years, have been a huge hit with healing your gut, being kind of this magic supplement to cure bloating, and just kind of being touted as this must-have superfood supplement, I should say. So because, you know, greens for some people who can digest them well, depending on the green, depending on the sources, you know, obviously eating those things can have benefits for some people. Obviously, there are some people who do struggle to digest certain forms of greens, especially if they're raw. I mean, but that's like a, that's a very totally separate kind of side conversation. I think the premise of, hey, we're going to add a lot of nutrients to our diet is always a good thing. And for some people, like I said, for a lot of people, the, you know, greens can be really beneficial to adding in. However, I think in this world of we need quick fixes, the greens have kind of become this bloating digestive health elixir and quite frankly it can be quite expensive when in reality I want to share some really simple things that we can do to give your body kind of that same type of benefit but potentially save you you know $60 so I kind of want to go through some common greens and kind of talk about some downfalls of many brands and you know there are a few good ones that I like and I will share those but I never think that it should be something that we rely on to take every day to ease our bloating, to take every day to you know, make sure we go to the bathroom. Of course, I think those are better alternatives than, of course, something like a laxative or you know, medication that obviously is going to come with more side effects. I'm all for more natural remedies. But there's people who have been taking a greens powder every single day for years because they fear that they will feel bloated and not be able to have a bowel movement without it. And that's definitely not something that we want. So when it comes to greens, powders, and greens that we eat, I think it's really important that we focus on quality. Quality is definitely the utmost important because unfortunately, greens tend to be quite heavily sprayed with glyphosate and Roundup. So glyphosate and Roundup are pesticides, obviously, that are used on various forms of our food. And the problem with that is it's really contradicting because glyphosate actually acts as an antibiotic in the gut, but it doesn't kill the bad bacteria. It actually just kills your good bacteria. So it allows more of this pathogenic type of bacteria and microorganism to thrive. And so I am by no means saying you need to buy everything organic or you you need to grow everything in your yard that you eat because the truth is, is that's just kind of unrealistic in this, in this day and age. However, what I do recommend is doing something 
where you can hopefully do as much as you possibly can to control your intake. And one of the ways that we can do this is by following what the EWG or Environmental Working Group, they have what's called a dirty dozen and a clean 15. So essentially what they do is they are sourcing different produce and listing them from the least pesticide contaminated conventionally grown to the most. And so the dirty dozen, those are conventional produce that is typically quite heavily sprayed with glyphosate. That is produce that you, if so possible, want to get organic or want to ask your local farmer if what their practices are on those produce items. And so the Dirty Dozen for 2022, number one on the list is strawberries. Number two is spinach. Three is kale, collard greens, and mustard. Four is nectarines. Five is apples. Six grapes. Bell and hot peppers, cherries, peaches, pears, celery, and tomatoes. So if you guys need a list by of this, I probably will post it on my social media, but you can always just go to the Environmental Working Group. You can go to their social media or their website and you can see it. It's one of their posts that was posted about two, three weeks ago-ish, four weeks ago. I was posted on April 7th. That's when kind of they released this new one. So I've been following the EWG, kind of their dirty dozen guidelines as best I can. You know, with strawberries being the number one, I really try not to eat conventional strawberries that because I just, I know that they're also labeled from, I think, most containing to least, I believe. You know, and then we've got spinach, kale, kale collard greens, mustard, all of those types of things. Uh, apples are on there, which apples are a really common thing that can be found in a lot of greens powders because it kind of helps to naturally sweeten it as strawberries are. So because these are, again, more sprayed with pesticides, it's just a good idea to be able to minimize it if you can. So I'll also share the Clean 15, which the Clean 15 are produce items that even conventionally grown are limited with their pesticide contamination. So one is avocado, then we have sweet corn, pineapple, onions, papaya, sweet peas, asparagus, honeydew, kiwi, cabbage, mushrooms, cantaloupe, mangoes, watermelon, sweet potatoes. So I will say on this list though, I still would not eat conventional sweet corn for me personally. I just know that it's usually a GMO crop. And because it's GMO, it's really heavily resistant to Roundup. And I just, I don't like to do that. So because it's a GMO crop, I usually will buy it organic. And, but truthfully, I just don't eat it really much at all. And so I think that you know, those types of posts are helpful. Uh, I don't like to use them as a scare tactic or, you know, you can't eat these things because they're sprayed. Of course, if that's your only option, please, please eat it. But just know, you know, just kind of look at what your bucket might be filled with. And especially because we know how glyphosate and Roundup and these pesticides can be impacting the gut. Obviously, that's something that we just want to take into consideration. It is pretty powerful how it acts is such a strong antibiotic and fortunately not even killing the bad ones, you know, so then we kind of look at, well, why do so many people have SIBO? Why do so many people have candida? You know, I think stuff like that is, is worth noting. You know, if you shop at a local farmer's market, it's always a great idea to just ask them what their farming practices are, 
what they use uh, if they spray because then you can just get a better idea because if you are shopping locally, it's very, very expensive and many farms just aren't going to go through the organic certification, which quite frankly, I don't blame them. But that's what's nice is, you know, the organic when you're shopping in a store is nice because there's at least some guidelines. It's not 100% perfect, but at least there's a lot more guidelines and restrictions on what, what can be added to that produce. And so, you know, when you're shopping at a local farmer's market, I don't anticipate them having the USDA organic label because, like I said, that's very expensive. But you can have a conversation with them. And so kind of the moral of this story and kind of preluding what I want to talk about with the greens powder is a lot of the green substance, the greens being the kale, kale, collard greens, spinach, are those are typically quite heavily sprayed. So you always want to make sure that those are organic, especially if you're investing in a supplement form because it's going to be very concentrated. It's different than, it's even different than if you were to, like think of if you had a big salad with, you know, I don't know, a few cups of greens versus even juicing that. Well, juicing that, you're going to use cups and cups and cups. You're probably going to use 10 times the amount, so that's 10 times the exposure. And with greens powder, it's kind of similar to that because it's very concentrated. And some greens powders say it can be six to seven servings. So just kind of thinking on that concentration level of how concentrated those pesticides and herbicides might be if it's not organic, you know, that's very important to know. I think it's also really important to know, okay, if the greens are organic, well, what about the other ingredients? There are greens that I've used in the past. You know, they say they're organic. They're organic greens. There's over, you know, X amount of really healthy organic greens. But then you look at the other ingredients, strawberries, blueberries, apple, those are non-organic. And arguably, in my opinion, those are almost the ones that are more important because berries are very much so prone to insects eating them. And so you usually need to apply quite a bit of Roundup and glyphosate to be able to keep those sustained. And so for that reason, you know, that product might be helping some people, but I also think about the damage that having those inorganic ingredients might be counteracting to some people in their gut. And so apart from just obviously the other added fruits and vegetables that might be in these greens powders, we have to, of course look at other ingredients that might be in them, such as gums and fillers and different types of sweeteners. Typically, I, I'm fine with monk fruit. I'm better with monk fruit than I am with stevia just because sometimes stevia can have unwanted solvents. But I'd say stevia and monk fruit would still be probably the only ones that you want to be looking for because you, of course, want to stay away from sucralose, aspartame, and all of those other ingredients. So... You want to look for the gums, right? You want to look for the fillers and the thickeners. You always want to look at not only what the ingredients are in terms of the good stuff, the fruits, the veggies, but you, of course, always want to look at the other ingredients, because, like natural flavors. So many of these greens, because our palates here in America are so... We need things sweet. We need things to taste good. These greens companies recognize that and they want to make their greens taste as good as they possibly can because the better they taste, the more you're going to buy. That's just the truth. And so because we aren't accustomed to just enjoying the taste of greens or berries on their own, we have, we don't have to, but many companies do add natural flavors. And of course we know natural flavors aren't necessarily as natural as they say. Natural flavors do have to be derived from natural 
things. However, it's not the flavor itself that's bad. It's the solvents and the contaminants used when extracting those flavors that I have an issue with. And so I have no issue with natural raspberry or natural strawberry extract. But what I do have a problem with and what I do question is natural flavor because that's just really an umbrella term that the company doesn't have to be transparent about. And I understand that some companies do it for trademarking. You know, they don't want other people to know that secret sauce that what, you know, what makes that natural flavor good. However, we also, of course, want to think about, okay, well, to extract this natural flavor, what non-organic and what non-natural solvents are we using that are, you know, being contaminated within this natural flavor. And so those are just questions because there's some people that invest, you know, 50, 60, $70 in a greens product. And then they don't reap the benefits because they say they still feel bloated. They don't feel, they don't feel great. And I kind of wonder if these added ingredients can be contributing. And I know some people are definitely more sensitive to these ingredients than others. And so I think it's just worthwhile to note that Although it might have the best organic fruits and vegetables in it, if it still has things like gums, natural flavors, artificial sweeteners, and just kind of things that don't look like it fits more of a natural label, then that might be something that you don't want to invest in because depending on why you're using it, if you're using it to be able to get more greens in, you can easily sneak those things in in smoothies at home because, you know, you can easily add them to a blender or you can just be more cognizant of adding an extra serving or so to every meal instead of spending that money, which I know we're spending that money because it's saving us convenience. And if you're really loving your powder, then that's great. And there are some that I like, but it's by no means anything that we use every day, ever. It's really kind of something, you know, wow, I really kind of slacked a little bit today. I feel like I need to pick me up. Let me just take it. So you definitely just want to be looking for those ingredients. A lot of fitness companies, I think pretty much every single one has a greens powder now. And so I'm going to just pull up some and just kind of go through them so that you guys can know what I mean when I'm talking about these added ingredients. So the first one that I have pulled up is Bomar Nutrition, and it looks like they have quite a few different greens powders. And the reason I pulled this one up is because I do feel like a lot of the poor greens flavors are coming from supplement companies and fitness companies more, more so than anything. I know that's where I originally heard about them. And I think a lot of fitness people are really relying on them because I think their diet is lacking in other ways because they're missing so many nutrients. They're taking so many other supplements that have artificial flavors that are destroying their gut that of course adding in a greens is going to be super helpful for them. Trust me. I know because I feel like that was me. So they have a few different flavors, a standard across their board. It looks like they do have an organic greens blend, which is decent. Everything is organic in there, which is nice. But their other ingredients include organic flavors, citric acid, which if you remember the podcast that I did with Paleo Valley, citric acid oftentimes is derived from black mold. Most of the time it's not derived from citrus fruit. Sometimes it is. In some of the practitioner grade products I use, I know Cellcor has a product where there's citric acid to be able to, it needs that acidity to be able to balance another nutrient, but it is not derived from black mold. It's derived from actual citrus. So I'm assuming most supplement companies aren't unless you email them and ask. It also has, one of the flavors has natural flavor. 
And so we don't know what obviously is causing that. And I'd say those are probably the biggest ones, natural flavor and citric acid. Also, we don't, they aren't, they do not disclose their certificate of analysis. And so for their certificate of analysis, essentially that is showing that their product does not have a lot of heavy metals because you know, the truth is everything contains heavy metals, right? Rice, food that we, it's just contaminated in our soil at this point. So there is no such thing as avoiding it. How there, you know, that's why they, it's not necessarily a great idea to eat like brown rice every day because brown rice has more of it than other forms of rices. Rices just seem to tend to soak it up, but it is found in certain fruits and vegetables and things like that. However, it is usually such at a, I don't want to say normal, but more so normal. Whereas when we extract these things and make them into supplement form, that can be a little bit more difficult because you're just making it a lot more concentrated. And so that's why, you know, the protein powder I choose to use, the greens we use, they have a certificate of analysis. And because they have a certificate of analysis, you can see that it's minimal to none. So the next one is OptiGreens, which that's one that I used to take. This is from First Form. So they do have an organic green blend. Everything is organic in that except for broccoli. They have a glycemic blend. They have a phytonutrient blend. But in the phytonutrient blend, the only thing that's organic there is beetroot. Uh, there is raspberry. There's citrus fruits like orange, lime, grapefruit, tangerine. There's blueberry. There's strawberry. There's cranberry elderberry, raspberry, and none of those are organic. And they've got a probiotic plant enzyme, but then their natural flavor, they have other ingredients, including natural flavors, both guar gum and xanthan gum and maltodextrin, which maltodextrin is shown to raise blood sugar in a lot of people. It also can contribute to GI issues. So for me, that's not something that I personally would take anymore because of those reasons. And obviously, you know, you can be your own best advocate and you can shop for yourself. However, I'm just kind of going through common ones that are on the market. And if you guys don't already follow healthily, Illy's one of my dearest friends, adore her so much. She's gone into depth on a lot of these different products and a lot of protein, protein kind of reviews and things like that. So I would definitely check her out or fo and follow her if you're not already following her. Most of you, I'm sure, probably are. One, another one, one that she is notorious for calling out is I'm on uh, Alani Nutrition or Alani New, whatever the brand is called. It does look like they have organic greens. They have an antioxidant blend that does not contain organic. The only thing in there is organic amla, but then there's goji berry, pomegranate, strawberry, cranberry juice that's not organic. Then there's an, um, no, that's not an energy blend. That's kind of, then there's sunflower lecithin, antioxidant blend, it looks like they're calling it. Interesting. Okay. They also have a digestive blend, but then their other ingredients contain silica, not a huge fan, natural flavors and citric acid. And I don't, they don't have a COA, so you can't see what the heavy metal constitute of that product might be. So hopefully 
you guys can kind of understand what I'm personally looking for. I know that Illy does a lot of the same type of ingredient reviews in her reviews that she does. I know a big common one is uh, Athletic Greens. I think it, so I'm pulling it up right now so I can just double check. But I want to say the only thing, yeah, the only thing that sticks out in theirs is the natural flavors, but it's also a really expensive supplement. I can't, let me think. Yeah, $99 or $79 a month if you get it on a subscription. And that just, that's a lot of money that I could just be putting towards a grocery, a grocery haul, getting more whole foods that are seasonal, local, and I know there's no such thing as natural flavors. So those are kind of the big things that I'm looking for. So what if you do like a greens powder? What if that's something that you do like to add in? So I believe the, I haven't personally used this one, but I do want to say that the Organifi greens are good. I mean, I know Organifi is very good across the board from what I've heard. I've, I've never used their products, um, honestly, but the one that I do use is Aura Organic. We do have their, our, their greens in our cupboard. Super simple ingredients. They are... They're great, honestly. I love that they're very transparent, so you can see their COA on their website. They're very, they're very just honest about what's in their products. There's no type of hiding. They don't need to feel that they need to hide organic flavors. I'm not affiliated with this company. I just really, really like it. I do have them on my full script because I, I love them so much, and I think it's great that full script has them. You can also get them on livehealthily.com. That's Illy's website where she kind of sources all of those different supplements. But it's got just organic grasses, organic herbs, organic ashwagandha, natural lemon flavor, natural orange flavor. So that's just this kind of the extract of natural orange, natural lemon, uh, monk fruit, and then organic lemon juice powder. So I like it. It's got a good, uh, truthfully, it's... Nick thinks it's the best tasting greens. It just tastes, it's got this nice little orange refreshing hint. It's good. I, I do like it. It's very helpful when we travel, when our meals are definitely less consistent with, you know, maybe the nutrient density, you know, we're not eating as much liver. We don't know what we'll be able to have nutrient wise. We try to do, of course, do the best that we can, but just in general, traveling can upset your stomach. Travel is stressful. So your body requires more minerals. And so I'd say that's definitely an instance where we tend to use these things more. They're great for if you kind of have a stomach ache or, you know, you don't feel great and you're just kind of trying to get some more things in. But if you're also kind of just really looking to, to help your taste bud kind of get used to these things more. They can also be helpful for that. I feel like they'd be great for little kids. Mix a little bit in a smoothie for them just to give them a little bit added bit, especially if they might be a picky eater. And so I think issues or circumstances like that can be very warranted for greens. I don't by any means think that it's something that people should be relying on every single day to improve their bloating. That's something that you need to do the diligent work of getting to the root of our do you have an overgrowth of bad bacteria? Do you Are you missing digestive enzymes? Do you have weak stomach acids so you're not digesting your food? Do you have parasites? What What is happening in your gut microbiome that's causing you to feel these things? And that's something that you want to, of course, more than anything, look out for. So I hope that this was helpful to you guys. This is a question that I've gotten a little bit. I will 
link for pretty much everything that I just mentioned in the show notes so that you can have that. You can shop the, I believe the Aura Organic is 10% off on my full script. So on my full script, if you sign up for the online dispensary, it's just an online dispensary where you can get practitioner grade products. I always offer 10% off for people on that dispensary. So if there's anything else that I can do to help kind of answer and navigate what questions you guys might have on greens powders or anything, just feel free to reach out. I'm not a huge, big like greens and powder supplement junkie. I definitely used to be, and I will take full ownership of that, but we don't need that when we are eating a really high quality diet, but it can still be a helpful tool. And that's kind of, I don't want to say, yes, you need one 150,000 percent or no, you should never take one in your life. I think it's very dependent person to person and your circumstance, but I just hope that I came kind of at this level of you can take a look at what's in yours, take a look at the ingredients, see if they've got a certificate of analysis to to potentially see heavy metal or glyphosate residue that could be there. And if they don't, you can always reach out to them and ask for it. Some companies will give it to you. Some companies I know will not. And then you can just decide if that's a company that you choose to continue investing your money with. So hope this was helpful. Let me know, share this with a friend, tag it, put it on your stories and send me a tag and I will reshare it. But I appreciate you guys so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Woo!